Fantasy Football Show. I am Tim here today with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello. <laughs> Hello. It is. Uh, Sorry, I was, I was doing 5th. something more important. <laughs> as as typical. Yeah. Um, but it is uh, December fifth. It is a Tuesday. We are done with Week Thirteen in the NFL season, yep. and we're on to Week Fourteen. Exciting. It is very exciting. The fantasy season, the fa- fantasy regular season is drawing to a close and the playoffs are about to start. And this is the, the time in the NFL season where you really, I feel like, get a good feel of what teams are going to uh, c- contend for the Super Bowl, for the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah. I feel like there's only really a handful this year as we kind of went over in our last episode um, but they're dropping like flies. The the teams, the contending teams, the starting quarterbacks, yeah, and the fantasy teams. They're all crazy. they're dropping like flies, Adam. Yeah, it's it's a shame. All these injuries to quarterbacks. <laughs> uh yeah, it is. Um sorry, I was laughing at a text from our friend uh Popola who said he'll see if they have a recording booth at the Country Music Hall of Fame, which is where he's headed. Oh. Uh Apparently he's on vacation. Oh, okay. He's seen the boys to men with Nashville symphony orchestra tonight. Is he really? Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> oh shit. What, what's the over under that he cries? <laughs> how many tears or yeah. How many, te- how many tears? It's, we know he's going to, but it's how many tears, how many times he cries. Let's let's set. Oh, how many times he cries yeah. uh, or wells up. Um, I would say two. Let's set the over under at two and a half. Yeah, that's that's the neighborhood I was thinking too. Yeah, I'll take the over on that. T- I, I will too. I will too. Uh, <laughs> we, should we contact his girlfriend and t- tell her to report back? <laughs> we might have to. Inquiring minds. He'll, he'll be honest. Inquiring about- minds. Yeah, he will. He will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's true. That's true. He's not bashful about that kind of stuff. Um, no. But the reason we wanted to get him on was I had an idea, and maybe this is something you know, other leagues could maybe get behind. Um, in our league, we have it where the loser's bracket actually matters and whoever wins the loser's bracket gets the first pick in the draft, which is, you know, I think it's a good. And then everybody else who didn't make the playoffs get two, three, four, five, six. Um, yeah, it's a nice way to sort of diffuse tanking um, yes. because if you were to sell every single one of your good players, you're not going to win the three games it takes in the consolation ladder to, uh, you know, probably win two out of three or three of those games to get the number one pick. Sure, sure. And I mean, it's fine if people tank. It's fine if people trade their good players to get draft picks like, you know, to be competitive. But you have to keep playing. I almost made a deal with Rob, who probably won't make the playoffs in our league, uh, to uh, get a draft pick from him from a, for Kenny Pickett at the time because he needed another quarterback. But we didn't end up doing it. Lucky for him. Um, yeah. But uh, it, it kind of keeps people a little active. Uh, but we had a case this week where you were playing, where you were playing Popola. He cannot make the playoffs. He's mathematically eliminated. He can't come close to getting the high score. So uh, he kind of checked out. He was on vacation and didn't play two position players that he had like available on the bench. And I was yeah, scre- I, like... I was screaming collusion. Um, <laughs> well, it Tim like got he... very defensive. No, I didn't. Yeah. It seemed like <laughs> he. Um, it seemed like he had picked up those players specifically to play them. And uh, but he never moved them into his starting into lineup. His, and, One was like a, a backup he, tight end because yeah. the starting tight end was on a bye. Another was like a wide receiver or running back or something. But anyway, had he played those players, he would have beat you this week. Yeah, and it actually made a big difference uh, because now you're in the playoffs as of now uh, mm-hmm. because of that win. If you would have lost, because he, if you would have played those players, you would have been outside looking in, which you kind of had been going into this week. So it worked out right. for you. 
Um, so I didn't beat him by the difference uh, it would have been it had he filled those two lineup holes yeah. with um, the players he had available to him on his yeah. bench. Yeah. So um, and to that I, I will say, like I, I had nothing to do with that. We did make a trade earlier in the week. Sure. Um, and so I I got one of his players. We never never on our text or and we didn't have a phone call about how we were actually playing each other that well, week. I, I know you called him from Mike Kraftick's burner phone. <laughs> That's how you guys communicate. Okay. If we're going to start with the conspiracy theories, just give me a break. Give me a moment here to, to say. <laughs> Clear and your then, name. <laughs> so Sunday morning, I, I looked at our matchup and thought to myself, oh, well, obviously he's going to put those guys in. That was, that was sure. my thought I had to myself. Sure. And I also was like, well, I'm not going to mention that specifically to wouldn't. him because because then he would. Yeah. Right. However, I did start texting him about players on his fantasy team at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. That was Elijah Moore. And it was about Elijah Moore, how much Elijah Moore and Joe Flacco love each other. And I was telling him to take Elijah Moore props, which I did. Yeah. I have proof of. I could show you the sure. text. I could show you the bets. Um, and uh, so and he has Elijah Moore and started Elijah Moore. But yeah. he didn't. It, it didn't cue him. Uh, to go to his fantasy team to start his lineup. Well, he said that he thought he had done it, which I yeah. guess he just, it was, you know, out of sight, out of mind. He checked out, which is fine, you know, but it did make a pretty big difference in our playoff picture. Uh, so what I proposed going forward, starting next year, is anyone that's mathematically eliminated and doesn't field a roster with you know like like what Popola did in terms of you have the players on the bench to field a roster and you just don't you get disqualified from getting the number 1 pick in the losers bracket like you yeah, are I think that's, you're eliminated I think from that's... that so you can just check out for the rest of the year that's fine but if you check out and you and cuz it didn't make a difference in our playoffs and you know just everything i think uh it, it, it makes people at least force them to at least at the, do the very bare minimum of setting a lineup and making the league competitive. Uh, because in this case, it made a difference. And most of the time it wouldn't. But I think yeah. going forward, people should set a lineup. If you're in the league, even if you're mathematically eliminated, at least do the very bare minimum and just set the lineup. Yeah. And make it at least that competitive. Because in a case like this, where it does matter, you know, it, it it makes a difference. And I, I like if I were a team that were on the outside looking in right now because of this, I'd be annoyed. Oh, I agree. And I, I do. Uh, I, I did, you know, notice that he didn't start. I kept expecting my ESPN app to refresh. Sure. sure. Been, for those, you know how that happens? Yes. So, like people make lineup change. Yeah. I honestly kept kept every time I looked at the lineup. I was like, wow, he really didn't play anyone. So yeah. like I was as surprised as you. Um, but yeah, I understand why other people might be annoyed at that. Um, but really it's, it's not my fault. They should be annoyed at Popola if anyone. Oh no. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, I would be annoyed at Popola if I were I, a team looking on the outside, looking in. I also think it's finally time to add a cash prize to, uh, this league. Um, I think I think now that gambling is legal in a lot of states, I think it's only it's only necessary to keep interest. I, I because think just because I can I have more fun betting props than I do my friggin' fantasy matchup at oh this boy. point. Oh boy. Oh boy. So you went from being diehard truth. Patriots fan to diehard fantasy fan to diehard better because better <laughs> is because being a better is is the biggest addiction. More than being a sports fan, more than being a fantasy fan, you're at the top level of of addiction when it comes to that stuff. I I, yeah, I, I have so much I'd be totally to I'd be totally fine with that. I like like maybe I always like the leagues that are like a twenty five to fifty dollar buy in, and it's just winner takes all. I am pretty sure that this was voted on a few years ago, and it, it passed, but we never enforced it. Um, I think it was like a standstill. I feel like there was a camp of people that were like, "Yeah, that sounds good," and then there was a camp of people that were like, like I think the Charlies and Robs of the world that were like, "Oh no, collusion! That's why makes, we never had money." Oh, what no. makes it collusional, uh, or or the the hint of collusion is when we trade draft picks and things like that, because now uh, teams who are 
tanking for this season and preparing for next season, they have an advantage on that cash prize if we were to, you know, do it now. So it's almost like you got to do it before any, you got to say it's going to happen in 2024 or, or sure. before any draft picks get traded. Sure, in, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. So like if we were to do it, it'd have to be in 2025. Maybe. Yeah. That, or I feel like I'm also as long as a fan of, I'm, if we do do that, maybe resetting the league and doing like another auction and and keeping the rules the same but like 2025 we'll we'll do a cash prize we'll reset the league we'll, we'll do an auction all right well maybe i don't know maybe. i think the, the cash prize thing is is a lot less uh of a of a big deal i think i it's think i a... mean i guess if i were in like the the shoes of like charles schultz or, or stin or like people whose teams are pretty bad and they don't have quality keepers i think i'd be like well so i'm just gonna give you some money now <laughs> You could turn your fortunes around sure. instantly. No, and here's true. the thing about this league. This league's been going for 17 years and you can mortgage your entire draft for the future for the, the following year. And it matters not. It matters yeah. not at all in any that. That's why I do it every year because it doesn't freaking matter. Sure. Sure. I, I will say uh, not having a fifth round pick last or this, this year, even though I'm, in first place and I had the most points scored uh it was a little annoying missing out on all those like second tier quarterbacks in the fifth round um, yeah but I'm saying I'm saying it's not there's no real world consequence oh no oh no 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 <laughs> no real world consequences no. you know it doesn't you're not gonna lose money you just you lose a draft pick and most draft picks stink anyway honestly Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, sure. But I think that idea is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I just um, think ban you know, someone from the first pick. Yeah, so that way it at least gives people the incentive to field a team. Yeah, because yeah, but I, I don't think this is a problem we've had too many times. But this would maybe get it to never be a problem again. Yeah. In case people. Well, want to know how to run a league you know <laughs> and think of creative ideas to to keep hey, you people keep, active you got to keep people active and, that, and that's why I'm, I'm talking about throwing in the cash prize um one thing one of my leagues does is um they give it they i think it's like a it's like a big buy-in for for casual fantasy it's like 125 or 135 sure. or something like that and um winner gets like half of the pot um second place gets like i don't know like a fourth of it and mm -hmm. then the rest is is split between whoever wins the regular season whoever comes out first in the regular season and then also the person who scored the most points in a single week that person is rewarded basically with their buy in back oh that's not bad yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah, and you could win three out of out of uh, four sure. if you if you have a great season. Sure. Um, so I think that's kind of a decent little structure. Um, all right, Adam, we're facing week fourteen here. A uh, lot of backup quarterbacks. A lot sure, of backup quarterbacks sure. out there. Sure. Bailey Zappi versus Mitch Trubisky on Thursday night. We got C.J. Beathard versus Joe Flacco. We got Gardner Minshew, Minshew versus Jake. Was it Jake Browning? That's actually a matchup that might be okay. Uh, uh, Browning looked pretty good on uh, last night, and uh, Minshew has been serviceable and solid uh, for you know because he's been in there for quite a few weeks now, and they've been winning. Oh yeah, you know. No, so, no. I mean that matchup Minch might not be too bad. The other ones, man, whew, stinky. Minshew's been known as one of the best backups in the league, sure. and he's definitely uh, driven that point home with a stake this year uh keeping the colts um competitive and sure. really they're they're in the hunt for a playoff spot sure, they absolutely. will likely get in it's I, amazing I it's amazing when you just yeah. get rid of frank reich what well, can happen <laughs> yeah uh, um, but yeah they have yeah, i mean they whole they, conversation there yeah they, they uh they are pretty solid i think uh you know some of these backup quarterbacks looks like they'll keep their teams pretty competitive um, I mean, obviously New England, probably not. Trubisky could no. maybe keep Steelers into a playoff spot. Maybe. Um, 
You know what I real? I was at the grocery store this week. I think it was yesterday, actually, okay. yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy at the checkout uh, that I'll talk to once in a while. He's a sports sure. fan, and so sure. sometimes we have a little conversation. I asked him if he watched any football yesterday, and he's like, yeah, I watched a little bit. He was like, I was watching that Patriots game. Man, they, I wish they could have won that one. Their receiver dropped the ball. He was like, uh, he was like, Zappy, I don't know. He's got it. I think he's got it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? Oh, I'm like, I don't think he's any better than Mac Jones. Um, and and I, I told him the hardest I was rooting for the Patriots this year was rooting for the uh, Panthers to win. <laughs> um, so the oh, Patriots so, yeah. would be in a better spot for first uh, yeah. for the first draft pick. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, I get it. He was like, but I want Zappy to be the guy next year. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, I mean, there was another lady yeah, who it, overheard this and she's like, Yeah, yeah, Zappy. She's like, Yeah, definitely. He needs yeah. a shot. And yeah, I'm yeah. like I thought I was taking crazy pills. But I, I what I realized is I think are most people just square? Do they, most people, people like not know what they're watching when they watch football? I, I think most people are just casual fans where they're they're not like, you know, they're not playing fantasy, they're not betting. They're just, you know, turning on like that guy probably wasn't watching every play. He probably saw some good passes or, you know, just tired of Mac Jones. What, but, what good passes? They scored zero points. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's what I said to him, too. Yeah. He was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. Bailey could, Zappy can move the ball down the field. I was like, they scored zero points. Fans, see, <laughs> fans like, like that. Fans like that don't annoy me as much because they'll be straight up honest with you. If you really got into a conversation, they'd be like, you know what? I don't really pay attention to football all that much. I'll watch some games, whatever. But the thing that really gets me is the people who are watch all the games, pay a lot of attention, and are still dumb. Uh, I, I saw somebody like bears bears, Twitter and bears, I guess, Facebook is, is very bad. Like there are a lot of dumbass bears fans and somebody posted some bears account posted uh, a Facebook post from some bears fan. It was like bears, whatever. And it was seen that we should trade Justin Fields for Jake Browning and a draft pick. And I'm like, because he had one good game. This guy had one good game um, with, with you know, great wide receivers. He has three great wide receivers, a really good running back in Mixon, and he has one good game, and now this is the way you feel. Um, I think people are just dumb, and they just, like, they don't know what they're talking about. It, it, and like I said, it's, it's different when like, it's a casual fan and they're just making conversation – that's fine. But it's when people that watch every single game have a literal account on either Twitter or Facebook or whatever that says the name of the team and like are posting and make serious comments. I'm just like, what are you watching? <laughs> like, what are you watching the same thing I'm yeah. watching? Like, like we, <laughs> when, when did you start watching? Like, I just don't get it. We should probably address my uh, let Ritter uh, cook uh, stance from last week. Yeah, would they score? Would they score thirteen points? In in the context of this conversation, um, because uh, I was like th- that take was really cracking me up for like days. After yeah, I had, yeah. After you, I said it, you were. I hope I hope no one placed any bets on Desmond Ritter, or uh, or even necessarily thought I was a hundred percent serious. I did. I did say it with conviction. I, I Probably think, a little, a little twinkle in my eye, but I don't think uh, it was. I definitely uh, wasn't completely serious. Yeah, I was I doing a little bit of shtick. I don't think it was shtick. anything that was like <laughs> within the realm of, like you know. I, I agreed. <laughs> I agreed with you. I mean, I just yeah. don't think he can cook. I think that's no. The I, I agree too. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think he can. But yeah, thirteen eight, they won because the Jets are even in a worse position. Uh, yeah, exactly. Ritter had 121 passing yards. But if if your defense is playing good and you're up, you don't necessarily need. But they Bijan only had 53 rushing yards. Yeah, and that and that didn't come till later. Um, he he was having he he had an okay game. He had uh, what 26 plus 53. What is that? 79 total yards on 21 touches. Yeah, only 2.9 uh, I mean, yards per carry, which is pretty bad, but. Um, yeah, first the Jets. Yeah, I Jets mean, are good. Jets have a good, good defense. Um, yeah. But just to put in perspective, 
Ritter was 12 for 27 with 121 yards, where uh, where Tim Boyle was 14 for 25 for 148 yards. And then Trevor yeah. Simeon came in. He was 5 for 13 for 66. So, I mean, I know the Jets were behind, so they had to pass more. But, I, yeah, I, I just – it's crazy because Atlanta might win that division and make the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah, at this point, it, it certainly looks like it. Their their yeah. defense is pretty good. Defense is and, solid. Um, their defense yeah. is solid, and it seems like they can do just enough to win. Um, I just feel like if I was, I just would be kind of annoyed because does that mean we get they get another year of Arthur Smith and Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I think if they make the playoffs, it at least means they got another year of Arthur Smith. Sure. I mean, you can't fire him after that. Well, shit. I mean, you should. Yeah. <laughs> I but mean, also like honestly. but also like what do you do? Do you do you draft a quarterback again in this draft? I mean, there's some good ones. So. There's some good ones that are going to be around in the late first round, I think. Um, I think you you do that or you you potentially dip into free agency or trades. I mean, there's some scenarios where there are veterans available that could help you. I think that's a tough But I mean, sometimes a tough market. Well, yeah, who's available that wasn't available last year? Well, I know we were speculating about Tannehill going there for like a, a calendar year now and Yeah, I don't even know at this pro- point how big of an upgrade that is. No, not really now, but how like what a like, how did they miss that opportunity? Like, that seemed like they a wanted to Because they wanted to give Ritter a shot. And I think yeah. I think if they put somebody in there, they thought Heineke was that right guy, where he's probably not going to overtake Ritter, but he's yeah. serviceable enough if they need to use him. That, yeah. you know, so I, I, yeah, I just don't know what's going on there. Um, but, yeah, but I guess if they go to the playoffs, like, do you think they think, oh, well, maybe Ritter is the guy? Do you think they're that naive? I don't know. I mean, honestly, look at the numbers, and I, I don't see how you think Ritter is the guy. Yeah. It's just uh, it's just really not there. Yeah. Um, it really comes down to his accuracy. It, it's very hard to improve um, upon QB accuracy. Josh Allen is kind of legendary in that he did improve his accuracy um, a great deal but in he had, seasons. But, but, he, but he's he, really but the he only a, example. Oh yeah, but also he's a talented quarterback. I just don't think Desmond Ritter is a talented quarterback. Well, people weren't saying, I mean, Josh Allen was, you know, they, they, were, they weren't like believing he was going to work out um, until he started being more accurate. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, he still turns the ball, ball over quite a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just think... Yeah, it'll be interesting because they have all that talent there. I would assume a quarterback would want to play there. But, yeah, maybe they'll go ahead and try to draft a quarterback. There's a lot of guys that might be there. You know, after May and Williams, I think they might drop a little bit. I know that, uh, you know, kid from LSU is pretty highly regarded. Uh, Penix from Washington looks good. He looks like he seems like a winner. Um, and JJ McCarthy from Michigan. Um, there's, so there's some guys there that might be available to them, which you could still have Ritter there while these guys are learning and, you know, or, you know, coming out of camp, if this guy looks better than Ritter, let him cook, (laughs) let him cook, baby. But yeah, I think they're in an interesting situation because I don't see anybody in that division. Like leapfrogging them in the off season. Yeah. I don't know. It can change so quickly. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I were Tampa Bay, I'd be going after a quarterback. Cause I think, yeah, I, I think, think they, they got, got some problems there. They got uh, with their staff too. Yeah. They got a, uh, you know, they only have a few more years of Godwin and Evans and yeah, the offensive line. So, and obviously Baker's not the guy. So if they could get a guy in there that could work pretty quickly, like they, they could make a run. Like, like Baker's not the guy in Tampa, but imagine Baker in Atlanta, like, cause, cause he's like the 20th best QB in the league this year. You know what I mean? Like he's not terrible. He's not he'd be good. About the same. Yeah. I think he'd be about the same. Like, I don't think, I think he'd be a little better. I don't know. I mean, you think their weapons are that much better? I just think, uh, I think they'd have a better chance. He's more accurate than Ritter. I don't know. 
I think Atlanta would probably be better, but I don't know if I think Baker would be about the same of what he's doing in Tampa Bay. Because he has Mike Evans, he has Chris yeah. Godwin, he has uh, Rashad White, he has guys that are been using Godwin. No, very it's very bizarre. He's, he yeah. just kind of because I mean, why would you when you can just always throw it to Mike Evans and he'll catch the ball? Uh, yeah, Evans has had a resurgence, and no one wanted to draft him. Sure, in, which uh, is crazy because he just gets a thousand yards and you know over five touchdowns every year. You know, that's just crazy. you can just chalk it in at this point. Um, yeah, last year he was inconsistent in the second half of the fantasy season. He still had, had a over monster. a thousand yards. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, a thousand yards isn't isn't like uh, in a an automatic like awesome starter in fantasy uh, as far sure, as the sure. goes but he he was having like middling games until like a monster i think it was week 17 he had like 40 something points yeah no one wanted Pretty to sure touch he's him done that two seasons in a row he was he, he fell he fell in a lot of drafts yeah um, yeah absolutely but yeah i don't think a, anyone expected had an amazing um, year yeah, I think I think people. I I know I looked at Baker and I was like, well, I think he's going to work out with Godwin better than he's going to work out with Evans. That's what I thought. When is, yeah, when has Baker been able to like hit people downfield like uh, yeah. consistently? You know. But that's the thing. I, I think that's a misconception with uh, Mike Evans. Everybody thought he was like Mike Williams on on uh, San Diego, where he's just a deep ball threat. Where Mike Evans runs good routes. He 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 gets those intermediate passes. He gets you know, he runs a pretty big route tree and, and gets a lot of yards after catch. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I think it all worked out for him at least. I mean, he's the shining star of that team right now. Uh, yeah. Fantasy wise, but yeah, I don't all right, know. So Sunday, Sunday's games, the slate looks pretty good. We got Tampa at Atlanta. Mm-hmm. These some of these people we're talking about now. Detroit at Chicago. I'm excited for that game. I be fun. wish it wish it was indoors. Um I don't know how it's gonna be in Chicago on Sunday. I think that but, plays uh, the Bears advantage. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually I kind of think the Bears have a decent shot in this game. Yeah, well, you know, Bears fans are now talking playoffs. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh man, they, it's a real wild ride with these fans. I don't even know what where to throw them. Uh, I like how you're you're removing yourself from uh, this uh, this idea of Bears fans are uh, a little uh, crazy. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's like it's like if I was like saying, "Yeah, aren't those Patriots fans like a bunch of assholes when they uh, all get together?" <laughs> I don't. I don't like, think. I don't think. Like I'm not... also one of them. Is the point? Like sure, you're also, sure. uh, like you know, a bit of a. You're a Bears fan, but I'm a bit of. I've a real... been accused. I've been a on bit these of... airwaves of a homer. Yeah. I, well, I mean, everybody's a homer. There's a fan of their team, but I'm pretty, pretty objective, pretty, pretty realistic, and you know. So you say. <laughs> Just because I said Justin Fields hasn't got the weapons that that Jalen Hurts has. I mean, I don't know how many times we've had Bears conversations on these airwaves. Uh, not uh, as many as talking about your team or your bats. <laughs> probably, yeah. I don't know. It's probably pretty close after a good after a good week. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I, Bear fans are like, oh well, we could win out. All these games are winnable. Uh, I mean, maybe you don't. You don't want to win out. I mean, I don't understand why, as a Bears fan, you would want to go to the playoffs this year. I think, I think, uh, I think because th- you have I, the Panthers pick, no matter what, you have the Panthers pick. Uh, I don't know about making the playoffs. I, I rather them. Here's here's the perfect scenario: they they lose they lose to the Lions, then they win out, and they or and they beat Green Bay. They don't make the playoffs. Eberflus gets fired. But it gives that team a taste of winning and, and what it takes to beat division rivals. And and maybe like they knock Green Bay out of the playoffs by beating them like in the last week, you know, where it's one of those situations where they don't make the playoffs. They still get a decent pick. Eberflus is gone and they can get somebody that can, you know, coach up fields. They get. Marvin Harrison Jr. with the first pick. Ideally, maybe they can move down and get some more picks and still get Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, but it would be I I talked about this with my buddies that are Bears fans. It's you, you do want to see your you do want them to know the feeling of winning. 
You know, yeah, these guys are on to. the team. They need to feel this and feel like it's possible. So going yeah. into next year, they go, oh, wait, you know, we were almost there. Like people counted us out. Things were bad and we were resilient and we were able to win some big games. We knocked the Packers out of the playoffs. Although I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to be in the playoffs by the time the Packers and the Bears play. Um, Packers look pretty good now. Jordan Lumps looks pretty good. Yeah. And uh, those friends out there listening who uh, like to place wagers and they're in the appropriate states. Actually, you don't even need to be in an A state. You can use offshore call your books, friends. but you just use an offshore book like my bookie or Bavada or something like that. Um, not to mention like the bunch of uh, daily fantasy sites you can play on, but um, Packers to over nine and a half wins is at plus 164 odds. And right now they're six and six. They're playing the Giants next in New York. So win. Are, yep. Most likely. A, should be an easy win. Most yeah. likely. And then and then they're hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Should be a win, too, in Lambeau. And then they go to Charlotte to play the Panthers. Should also be a win. Sure. Then they go to Minnesota. Division game, but you winnable. would think that should be a win. Yeah. And obviously and then they the, get Bears, the Bears, which is a winnable game for them as well. Yeah, so I mean, they're six and six right now. They got five games left. I got them getting ten or eleven wins. I don't. I don't have nine or ten. I got ten or eleven. So I put I mean, some money on that one. It's a tough. It's a tough thing because you say, I think the only one you can absolutely dead set guarantee is probably the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why it's called a a gamble. Yeah. Right? I yeah. Think, so I, I think just, they win four out of five of these. Yeah, they could, for sure. They could. At least sure. I, they could I, win five out of five. I think there's a there's a good chance they win five out of five, but I think they definitely. But win they go four three out, out of five. five. You lose that bet. <laughs> that's that's one hundred percent right. But they are playing so well. They Jordan are. Love looks good. Jordan looks Love looks confident. Good. He looks good. Christian Watson did go down. I don't know how long he's out for. Um, yeah. But and they seem to have a report. Although I like Reed. He was finding Dobbs quite a bit against Kansas City, and Kansas City has a good defense. Uh, yeah, I mean, they look good. Dylan looked a lot better. You know, they'll get Aaron Jones back at some point. Um, their offensive line's looking solid. But, you know, the thing that's been kind of crazy about the NFL, there's been so many teams that have gone up and down kind of crazily. So, like, you just don't know if it's just a hot streak or is this who they are? Because, you know, Green Bay started off pretty hot. They looked pretty good their first two games. And then they didn't look so good for a little, for like four or five games. And now they're looking good again. So is it just a hot streak? Is things just clicking? Christian Watson goes down. Does that make them kind of, you know, maybe go back a little bit? Who knows? I don't know. Maybe a little bit of their upside without Christian Watson, but I think they have enough pass catchers there that are kind of comparable um, in that they're young and kind of uh, got fresh legs and got some skill. And again, Jordan Love just seems like he has confidence and seems like he can make all the throws, like actually make all of yeah. them. Yeah, like, no, I, he's, I was, he's solid. I was pretty, sh- pretty shocked watching him on, on Sunday night. Some of those throws, were, I would say, were not advisable, um, but he was completing them. Sure. And uh, I don't know, it's just a sign of like he's a big, strong guy and he's got a good arm and he's accurate enough and he's willing to take a chance. And you just like, trade for him on your fantasy team. <laughs> but all those things, I mean, yeah, no, I think I, I think know. he looked good. I think this is a little bit, not, and maybe this is a, the Bears fan in me, but I think this is a little bit of primetime game against Patrick Mahomes. You outplayed him. Everything looks good. Everybody's hyping him up. Let's see him complete this season like this, and then I'll be I'll be absolutely right. I think he looks really good right now. I, I'm mad that, that they look this good. I think they're a team that can make a little bit of a playoff push and kind of be a spoiler to maybe an Eagles or something in the first round or, you know, whatever. But yeah. uh, l- let's just see him complete this year. And then I think I'm really sold on him because he did not look good th- there for a while at the beginning of right. the year, you know? So does that come back? Uh, you know, does does the loss of Christian Watson make a difference? You know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I think he's he's just got enough experience now where he's kind of shaken off some some rust, and he actually feels confident out there. I don't know. I, I it's hard to explain. Like I, uh, 
during that Thanksgiving game when they beat Detroit, I remember I had bet on like uh, Green Bay to go three and out on their opening drive. And so I was watching like the very beginning of the game very closely before uh, dinner or whatever started. And he just had this look in his eye and I was like, oh shit. And then the first play he threw deep, I think to Watson or someone downfield. And there was, and my bet was lost right there. And, uh, but there was something in, in his face, the lack of fear of, uh, Detroit was definitely there and they, they smoked Detroit. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're a dangerous team. Yeah. I think they're a legit dangerous team. Yeah. And I think, uh, I don't think they'll win that division. I think Detroit will still win that division. I think Detroit's solid. I think Detroit needed that little, um, hiccup to kind of, because I think they were kind of floating there a little bit. Um, I think they're the best team in that division. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Jordan Love has looked very good. He's looked confident. He looks, he looks like he could be their guy for sure. But once again, five weeks ago, we were talking about he's not their guy. He doesn't look like he's it. So is this just a hot streak? Is this just a, you know, uh, you know, uh, something that where he has the talent, but he's not always great. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be a perennial uh, all-pro or sure. he's the next legend or anything um, in Green Bay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's the starter for – he's going to be a starting quarterback in the league for at least a few more seasons because, again, he's got the physical tools. He seems like he's got the head. Um, he's not afraid to make the throws. He's not like – you know, he can get rid of the ball and doesn't take sacks. Like, sure. you know, there's no fear there. So, sure. yeah, I, I don't see – you know, unless like the an injury were to occur, I don't see any way that he's not uh, a successful quarterback in the next few years in the NFL. All right, yeah, I think he will be. Yeah, but I think once again, I'd like to see him finish off this year strong. Yeah, and not just say, okay, well, he gets hot for a couple of games, he gets cold for a couple of games, he's inconsistent. Which, yeah. I mean, most quarterbacks kind of are that way. I mean, not, yeah, not every definitely. quarterback is is on fire every single game. That just doesn't really happen. Um, yeah, I mean, ask, ask Pat Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, even like the, the newly anointed, uh, CJ Stroud, you know, as, uh, like a rookie, uh, legend now in, uh, in the NFL, like, sure. you know, he, he's been, he was amazing for a few games in a row and then he's like been pretty good. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, everyone's a little streaky. Um, I think every quarterback, but. Yeah, I, I just think if you show if you're big enough, like I think that's a big difference. Like if Bailey Zappi was completing, uh, you know, a bunch of passes, um, I don't think anyone but my uh, grocery store uh, checkout friend would be uh, would be say, would be saying that this is really him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, because he's small, he's got a really weak arm, and, and yeah, that's uh, just not going to cut it in today's league. <laughs> no, no, just not going to do it. I, I do. Going forward, you know, with Christian Watson now, I do like Jaden Reed. I think he's gonna. Yeah. I think he's gonna be uh, pretty valuable in fantasy. Um, I think I doubt he's available in many leagues, but if he's available, or even Dobbs, if Watson's out, I mean, what did they say is what's Watson's deal? Um, I believe he's gonna miss a couple of weeks or something. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, basically the rest of the fantasy season. Yeah, I think so, likely. So same thing with Ramondre Stevenson. He looks like he's he's done for the fantasy season. Um yeah. he was playing okay. Uh it was the only the only big yeah, bit the only, of hope on that yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. He's he gone. I don't I don't know. Like I mean, maybe Zeke is a guy you could add if you need some running back help. I just don't yeah, even could, uh, yeah, I mean, him. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I'm just looking at all the ticket prices on because I look at the schedule. Uh, the lowest ticket price is Carolina at New Orleans. Tickets as low as sixteen bucks. <laughs> yeah. The most expensive is well Minnesota at Vegas because it's Vegas. It's lowest two hundred ten. But right after that, Seattle at San Francisco at one hundred and eighty. Uh, tickets for that Detroit Chicago game are at one hundred and two. Jeez. Wow, people just crazy. <laughs> um, you know what's really cool? I found this on the ESPN site. It's called the Playoff Machine. I don't know if you've if you played with this at all. 
but um yeah, you can you can look at the remaining schedule and select who you think is going to win those games and it'll tell you who you think like the one seed is going to be if you select all the games. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's pretty neat. Inter- oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. I'm I doing it I've, right now. I think I've done something similar to this. Oh yeah, well, I'm doing it right now. Okay, we're we're all happy for you. <laughs> um yeah, I've got Baltimore and San Francisco getting the one seeds. And I've got Jacksonville as the seventh seed. Denver as the sixth. Cleveland as the fifth. Indianapolis winning the division. I've got Miami as the three. And Kansas City as the two. And in the NFC, I've got the Rams as the seven. The Pack as the six. Cowboys as the fifth. Atlanta. 10 and seven winning that division and then getting blown out by Dallas in that game. Uh, then I got Detroit as the three and Philly as the two seed. Okay. Pretty fun. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens uh, after that loss to San Francisco when they play Dallas this week. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they bounce back. Cause if they lose that game, I could really thrust them down. To where, you know, San Francisco becomes a number one seed, Dallas becomes the two, and then Philadelphia will probably fall down to like the five. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely uh which I think that's a good possibility. Yeah, which at this point, if I was Philadelphia, I would be like, Well, you know, maybe in the first round I don't mind playing Atlanta opposed to like playing Green Bay in the first round. Yeah, I think the problem is you're definitely going, you know, you're almost definitely going on the road in the second round. That's true. That is you know? true. That is true. You know, that's it's it's tough. It's tough. Uh it'll be interesting yeah. to see what happens uh because there's a lot of people that could make their way into the playoff picture. Right. Yeah, if you're Dallas as the 5th seed or Philly as the 5th seed, you're kind of rooting for the seventh or the sixth seed to win or else you go to the number one seed um, in the divisional round, which would either be, you know, San Francisco or Philly most likely or Dallas. Yeah. I don't see San Francisco losing again this year. No, I don't think so either. They're playing so well. They're uh, They're firing on all cylinders. And I think the thing that really makes it frustrating and scary for teams is that, they aren't doing it by like throwing the ball down the field and making these deep passes, you know, everything's safe, everything's, you know, and they have the right players to do all this and it's just all kind of clicking at the right time. But once again, you know, look at what happened last year. That was kind of the same scenario. And then Purdy went down. Yeah. But they do yeah. have Dar- Darnold this year, which I think is definitely a much better backup than whatever they had going last year. Um, yeah, I agree with that. So, so, um, but yeah, I, I don't see, so they play Seattle. I don't see Seattle beating them. Then they play the Cardinals. Cardinals won't beat them. No. Oh. Um, thoughts on this Buffalo versus Kansas city game this week. That's a crazy game. Is that Kansas city, right? Yeah. Yeah. 25. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's an interesting game. I think. Both teams have a lot to play for. I think the Bills obviously have a lot more to play for because they're the outside looking in. Yeah. Um, but I think Kansas City has a lot to play for because they're not looking so hot right now, especially their no. offense. Uh, uh, and they typically don't lose two games in a row. Yeah, and they're at home. But yeah, man, Buffalo's got to win that game. I like Buffalo. I, I don't bet a lot of um, outcomes because it's just so hard to predict. Um, I actually would rather bet the player props. I feel like that's more predictable, believe sure, it or not. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I do think Buffalo wins this game. Yeah, and then Buff- think they're Buffalo done. has to play Dallas. Yeah, they got a tough schedule. Yeah, um, man, this is crazy for them. Yeah. Oh, and then they have to play the Chargers. It was a, win- a very winnable game. And then they play New England, very winnable. And then the, <laughs> then the Dolphins, who, you know, at that point might have the first seed locked up. Who knows? But they'd probably have to play for it. Sure. 
um, unless they beat Baltimore head-to-head. I think they're playing head-to-head uh, in week, I want to say week 17. Week yeah. 17 in Baltimore. That's, yeah, that's, that's going to be, be a good game. Yeah, that's going to be a good game. Yeah. And Miami also plays Dallas in week 16 in Miami. Baltimore has murderer's row because the week before, Baltimore has San Francisco. Yeah, so we're going to find out who's who's who, who's the uh, yeah. cream of the crop yeah. here. I, re- I really feel like the AFC is open. You know? Oh, absolutely. Like I, well, I mean, like yeah. we were talking last week, you know, I was saying, well, I think I'm just going to go Kansas City because they've been there, they've done that, and there's no one else that's really, like, running away. Obviously, I think Baltimore is a very solid team. Um, I think Miami is very solid. I just don't know what to expect. Their defense is starting to get healthy and looking really sharp. So we'll see, but yeah, Jalen Ramsey's addition has been uh, great for that. Team. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, who knows? Because I mean, we all know they can score. Um, I will also add about Miami. They have a pretty good home field advantage in Miami, especially this time of year. Um, when people, other teams might be coming from cold weather areas and, uh, playing in Miami. I know it sounds like it, it's obviously not the same kind of advantage sure. as like snow in a cold weather town, but there is a serious advantage there, sure. um, playing in Miami. So, uh, if they were to get the one seed, I think they have a good, they would probably have the best shot in the AFC to make the Super Bowl. Sure. I like them. I like the Ravens. I like Kansas city. I think all three of those teams probably are one of those three will be, be the Super Bowl team. But yeah, I think it's pretty wide open, you know, yeah. B- Buffalo gets hot. Who knows? You know, they get some of their defensive players back cause they've been super, they've been just ravaged with injuries on the defensive side. Uh, I don't know how many of those guys are supposed to come back or how many are out for the season, but I think some guys are supposed to come back and, you know, that could be an interesting team if they catch fire, who knows? Um, Yeah. The NFC, I just don't see anybody beating San Francisco, maybe Dallas, the way they've been playing, they've been playing pretty well, you know, and then maybe Philadelphia figures it out, but I just don't think their defense is is good enough to like really stop these elite offenses at least you know um i guess we'll find out if they go in there and they stop dallas then you know maybe i could see them being in there too but if dallas comes away and you know wins that game just by outscoring them then you gotta say maybe dallas has a chance too Um, yeah i think they do but i think obviously 49ers look like the cream of the crop i think they are yeah they sure seem like they sure seem like one of the more dominant teams in recent years, actually. Um, when everybody's healthy, that's the big thing. Absolutely, Debo is ridiculous. He is um, crazy in the open field. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Don't give him, don't let him get the ball because he's just gonna run it to the end zone. Debo anytime touchdown uh, <laughs> bets. Yeah, those are <laughs> every pretty game. Good. Yeah, those are pretty good ones. Yeah, and yeah. and. Uh, uh, Nico Collins, uh, Nico, he, he had an amazing game. My boy, Nico, uh, yeah, he, uh, now with tank Dell out, I think sky's the limit for that guy. Um, yes, I regret, um, not when tank Dell went out in that game, I thought to myself, shit, I, I want to bet on Nico Collins right now. His receiving yards over but i mean and he was I, I already, looked, he was already over for the game i mean you already had over, had over 100 when tank Dell got hurt i think he was around like 70 or something like that but i didn't uh i didn't see the line like it was blocked it, uh-huh. uh they didn't they didn't update it but when i was looking at it because okay. i would have taken it and he he got another 100 yards or something like that oh yeah he was he had like 190 i think yeah, he had a ridiculous game. Yeah, um, and I think that's going to be – I mean, obviously good defenses might stymie that a little bit, but I think he's, you know, a wide receiver one for the rest of the year without Tank yeah. Dell. Because I felt like it was just kind of like either one of those guys would go off or they both go off. Uh, but there would be a game where, you know, Dell would really go off and then, you know, maybe Nico wouldn't have as good of a game. But I think now with Dell out – Nico kind of, he's going to be the guy there. And yeah, Schultz sure was is. And Schultz was out too, so that's big too. But I think once Schultz come back, he can benefit from Tank Dell being out too. Yeah, watch out for Noah Brown too. Noah as Brown, a, yeah. A, a sleeper. Yeah, he, he's going to be solid. I, um, yeah, I mean, 
You know they're going to throw the ball a lot. Yes, they will, um, and especially in the red zone. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Nico Nico already has nine hundred ninety one receiving yards this season yeah. and six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And he actually dropped a touchdown. There was one really right in his hands in the end zone. Yeah. Um, last week that yeah. he uh, let fall, but it happens. It happens. What a uh, just ask Marquez Valdez Scantling. Oh. Well, this week <laughs> wasn't fired. this week wasn't his fault. <laughs> no, he, he. I mean, I, that's the thing. I was like, how can you not call that pass interference? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't want to hear Chiefs fans complaining about interference calls. They uh, there was, I don't know. the The Super Bowl had some controversial calls. Sure. Yeah, a lot of times these ones go the Kansas City Chiefs way. Sure, no, absolutely, um, absolutely. But I mean, that was pretty obvious. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I mean, it's all it was about Scantling, Valdez Scantling. Like, if he was a better receiver, he would have gotten that call. I think it was about Maybe. a lack of respect for him. Maybe. I mean, yeah. that does happen for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it does happen for sure. I mean, um, yeah, if it were Kelsey, no doubt that would have been called. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what um, – I mean, they, they got to think about – drafting a wide receiver here in the first round or, or signing someone like they can't keep doing this thing. Cause I think they're kind of run, rolling the dice that green Bay did with Aaron Rodgers. We're like, Oh, we got Aaron Rodgers. We don't, he'll make everybody else better. Um, and now all they have is Kelsey and Kelsey's kind of talking about retirement. He's, you know, going to be 35 next year or he is 35. Um, this reminds me of um, the Patriots when I think it was 2006 they made the AFC championship, um, but their like number one receivers were Jabbar Gaffney and Rache Caldwell. Sure. And uh, and there was a pretty famous uh, Rache Caldwell drop in the in the fourth quarter of the AFC championship game that would have sent them to the uh, Super Bowl versus the Colts. Um, but they really didn't have it that year because they just they didn't they had terrible weapons. And I feel like this happens sometimes. This is now, uh, I don't know. You, you I mean, they do have a good example too. Yeah, they do have Kelsey. Um, Rice has been solid. Um, they do have. It's a good defense. They have a good running game. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I just, yeah, I just don't know if they don't get to the Super Bowl this year. You gotta, you gotta think they would invest in some, you know, weapons. I mean, if I was Mahomes, I'd be like, "What are we doing?" You know, like we got to get some weapons. I blame Taylor Swift for all this because <laughs> uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey was better last year. I don't know, hanging out, hanging out with uh, you know someone who's thinking about career longevity, and you're a football player, and you're already in your. Well, he uh, made 30s. a mention. He made a mention that he he doesn't think he has much left in the tank. Yeah. Um, which well, I mean, that's it. The second you start thinking about it, it's over. And now you're hanging out with a very famous entertainer. You already do he, uh, a show about football. Like, what does he have he, to play for? Yeah, he's already won uh, he two, two rings. You know, yeah, he he does a podcast with his brother. You know, both yeah. those guys are angling to get uh, announcing gigs and all that shit. So, uh, I mean, he's 30, yeah, he's 34. Uh, it's over. He'll, he'll turn 35 in the season. Yeah, I guess. If they if they don't make it to the Super Bowl this year, you, you got to think you know he might retire. Yeah, I think if they make it to the Super Bowl and they don't win, or they I mean, and if they win, he might retire. But I think if they make it to the Super Bowl and they don't win, he might try to come back for one more year to try maybe get that third ring because I think yeah. it's really hard for an athlete to be almost there and not get it. So to yeah. think like, oh, well, you know, we didn't even have a good team this year. Like we we get a, a primetime wide receiver and, you know, we'll win it next year. Uh, because their defense is really good. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But they got to do yeah, something. They got to do something to give Mahomes another weapon or two. Yeah, I don't know if Kelsey's going to retire or not, but uh, he's just definitely not the difference maker he has been in years past. Well, he's uh, getting up. so far. This I think season. it's part of it may, might be the whole Taylor Swift thing, but I mean, he is also getting up in age. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it is I a distraction. Like it is a distraction. 
It is. I, I do think it's funny to to bring her into the football conversation part of it. But I, I have to say my my eyebrows got raised when I heard that he was in Argentina on their bye week like with her, you know, and, and that's fine. Yeah. You know, with your girlfriend all you want, but you're, you're gallivanting around the world on your bye week when other guys are using their bye week for rest. I mean, he's, like, he's only had five touchdowns this year and has only had over a hundred yards twice. And that was against the Broncos and the chargers. Yeah. So, so not even that good of teams. I know the Broncos have come back and are, that couldn't, they could make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I think my model's got them making it. Yeah, their their defense has been pretty solid, actually. After it gave up 70 points and looked awful for the first several weeks, their defense has actually come together and been one of the better defenses, on at least fantasy-wise. Yeah. Uh, and I think absolutely. their schedule is pretty easy going forward. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Kelsey's gone. Who knows? But... I, I just mean he's he's not ever going to be the guy he was. Oh, no, that's, no. When I say he's, he's gone, never, that's Yeah, yeah. He's he's no longer the, um, you know, on this different planet, The uh, at least tight end-wise. I think there's guys – I think there's – you know, this this class has a lot of uh, – Sam Laporta looks really good. Um, I, I think, Great tight end class. Yeah, I think that uh, – the, the Musgrave on Green Bay could be a big Ferguson. weapon. Ferguson. I think there's, a, you know, quite a few guys that this year, I mean, and Fryermuth from last year looks like, you know, if they could ever figure things out quarterback-wise there. He was, he was a 2020 rookie. I yeah, thought, yeah. Maybe, but I'm just talking about yeah. young guys. Guys are yeah, yeah, just young guys that, you know. McBride, baby. McBride looks good. I mean, there's. There, there, there's some guys that could definitely, you know, at least we were saying for so long this year, the tight end is so thin. Now it's looking a little bulked up, like, okay, now we got some guys that can score some points, especially now that Kelsey's down to earth. There's nobody like making this big separation from these guys either. So it should be interesting uh, going into next year. Cause I feel like now maybe we have, a good solid 10 tight ends that are worth like spending a decent draft pick on. Yeah. I, I hope so. I don't know. Tight end is such a fickle um, position in fantasy football. Yeah. Well, it's just so hard. It, it's just a, you know, it's a, because it's a position on the field that isn't always on the field to go out and receive. They're on right. the field to also block. And, yeah. and things can change, you know, and, and, and games can change and game scripts can change where they need to be more of a blocker this game, you know? And I think that's kind of maybe also a little bit of why Kelsey hasn't popped as much is because he's blocking more because they're running the ball more. Mm -hmm. uh, because they are running the ball more. And did you see all those targets Pacheco got? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Pacheco got kicked out of the game. Yeah. Because uh, uh, because of a, a play that shouldn't have kept on going. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of bunk. Yeah, but I feel. Yeah, well, I highly recommend this playoff. Uh, you machine. having fun over there with that? <laughs> I'm clicking away. This is fun. I actually have Denver as the fifth seed. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, they, they they don't play very many good teams. No, I got them at ten and seven, finishing wow. at ten and seven. Wow. I should look at their. Uh, they gave win total. seventy points up in one game this year, and now you you have them winning double digit games. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd like to get Buffalo in there, but I can't get them winning more than uh, nine games. So we'll see. Hopefully, they do. Yeah, I would like to see Buffalo in the playoffs. I think they're just a fun team to watch, and I'd yeah. much rather see them in the playoffs than Denver. You know, <laughs> yeah. Even though Denver has been playing fun good games they're just not super high scoring how about cleveland with joe flacco no i'd rather i'd rather both denver <laughs> and the bills sorry Papa. Well, i got cleveland i got cleveland making it too so yeah but well yeah we'll see it'll be yeah, i mean the bills have their work cut out for them they gotta i think yeah. i think i think they just kind of have to just win out and that's tough because they have the chiefs and then dallas yeah it's gonna be tough and then la They'll handle, but yeah, it's not not easy. Yeah. And then I think believe they have Miami again too. Yeah, Miami at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, Adam, this has been uh, another we'll spirited chat here. Um, very, very. 
<laughs> um, all right. Any uh, any prop prop bet predictions? Any player you think is going to go nuts this uh, this coming week? Let me look at the schedule real quick. Any player that's going to go nuts? My boy Nico. No, I think they're playing uh, Cleveland, and they have a tough defense. I'll say DJ Moore. I feel like is uh, is always good yeah. versus the Lions. Yeah, I think DJ Moore. I mean, uh, the weather could play. But yeah, probably. I would say DJ Moore is a good one. Go receptions on um, that because he was targeted a hundred thousand times their last game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good one. Sorry, I'm still trying to get to the schedule. Um, I think Cortland Sutton might be a guy that might hit. Um, okay. Who do they have? They have uh, they're against the Chargers, who can't who are not okay. good against the pass. And I just that's in L.A. It's in L.A. And I just feel like uh, Sutton's been targeted a lot, and he's maybe he's at any time touchdown scorer because he's been scoring oh, yeah. a lot of touchdowns. I think it, that would be a good one. Um, okay. I uh, I think that Minnesota Las Vegas game could potentially be a little bit of a shootout. Yeah, who do you like in that game? I think just I don't know. I mean, is Minnesota looked so bad uh, against the Bears, but the Bears defense did play very well. Um, I just I think Vegas. And it's it's. I think you know, Vegas week might to week. I think Vegas might win that game. I I got Vegas winning that game. I think that Baltimore uh, Rams game could be high scoring too. I hope so. Um, as someone who I think I can say is actually like rooting for the Ravens this year because I just like watching Lamar play. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been a little underwhelming when it comes to scoring points uh, this season, but hopefully that that uh, game does turn into a bit of a shootout. It's in Baltimore in the in the elements, uh, but it's supposed to the forecast is supposed to be pretty decent, fifty seven yeah. degrees. So. I think Jaden Reed on the Packers could be a good prop person for maybe uh, yeah without Watson. without Watson for maybe another guy could be at any time touchdown score um, and they're playing on Monday versus the Giants yeah. two Monday night games uh next week yeah cool so yeah <laughs> that's weird have they always done that no why are they doing no, that I don't know uh just just for some more juice they want the juice juice I get it I get it um <laughs> we all love our juice <laughs> we need the juice. maybe maybe I would go if we would go uh, anytime touchdown parlay maybe go DJ Moore Cortland Sutton and Jaden Reed interesting I like it I like the Sutton and uh Moore isn't like a super touchdowny guy um so I was I would just saying since we were that. kind of talking about him and I think he is going to have a big game um I like him for receptions I like Dak for a rushing touchdown versus the Eagles. That's okay. what I'll tell you. All right. Interesting. Like Interesting. And I like I like Sutton. I think that works. I think too. Sutton anytime touchdown, Jaden Reed anytime touchdown. And if you're if you're not hot on the DJ Moore, um let's Camara maybe. Uh Camara, yeah. I mean I, I I was just thinking wide receivers because those kind of give you a little bit more juice opposed yeah. to anytime running back one. Um Maybe a Jake Ferguson, a Jake Ferguson anytime touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Let's do Cortland Sutton, Jake Ferguson, Jaden Reed anytime touchdown parlay. Mm, Okay, that could be that could give you some action. Okay, I like a uh, a first touchdown score parlay. Um, I I actually hit that last week with Montgomery and Henry, which was uh, quite surprising to uh, to hit that. I didn't know until I looked at the. The app. Uh, I had so many bets, I wasn't uh, tracking that one specifically, <laughs> and I didn't expect it to hit um, when I placed it. But uh, yeah, I feel like Kamara could be a good first touchdown guy, especially because he scores a lot of yeah, touchdowns I mean, for the who, Saints. Yeah, and who and else the is Panthers gonna... don't? Yeah, yeah, the Panthers don't score many touchdowns. I think at that's all. a pretty, pretty, maybe a pretty safe one. Yeah, um, I like uh, Josh Jacobs for those Raiders too. Maybe him a first touchdown. Yeah. Um, well, I think uh, you might want to think about rethink about that. I think uh, Justin Jefferson's back. True. So he he could be a first touchdown guy. True. Um, uh, yeah. Should we, should we ride the Debo train? Say Debo first touchdown. 
Oof, that's a good call too. Debo or, or first even, touchdown, or even I'd go anytime, or yeah, anytime, or uh, maybe go against the grain a little bit and say uh, DK Metcalf first touchdown in that game. Maybe yeah, Niners versus Seahawks in San Francisco. I don't know. Some of these games are just tough because they're the division games. I stay away from. I tend to try to stay away from unless I think it's going to be a real shootout. Just because some sometimes you just have no idea what's going to happen in those division sure, games. Sure, sure. This could be a crazy uh, just because he's been kind of hot. Uh, uh, first, uh, Tyler Higby first touchdown in that Rams yeah, he, in that Rams. Uh, I think he left the game. Oh, did injured. he? Did he? He he was definitely hobbling. Oh, no. uh, in that last oh, game. No. Poor, yeah. Poor, poor Higby. Poor Higby. But uh, uh, Kyron Williams. Can't go wrong with Kyron Williams. Love that guy. I mean, he's been he's been unbelievable. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's been he's been very nice for me in my two other leagues that I have him in. Yeah. I, I definitely like some Kyron Williams. Um, yeah, pickup of the year, I would say. Yeah, he's without a doubt. Yeah, he, him and Puka. Yeah, or Both A-Chan of, too. Yeah, A-Chan, Puka, yeah. A-Chan. Uh, I mean, until he got hurt, Tank Dell was another big pickup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think even Nico Collins might have been a pickup for some people. I don't know if he got drafted in every league. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think he was, was my very pick. Yeah. He was my very last pick, I think. Yeah. Definitely a good pick. I got him in my other two leagues. Yeah. Uh, you got to be, I mean, it, you never root for a guy to get injured or you never get excited to see a guy get injured, especially a guy who, who's young and has been having a good year like Tank Dell. But, I was obviously a, a little giddy. Um, I was like, not when I saw him get injured, but when they're like, oh, yeah, he's, he's out for the year. I'm like, oh, that's good for me. Yeah. I mean, sure uh, sure should be for Nico. Yeah. Well, this but, week it uh, might be tough. I mean, um, the 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 Browns have a tough defense, although didn't look, at, look that hot against L.A., yeah, but I they'll think be at LA home. Plays pretty well. They'll be at in, home in, in their dome. They'll be at home. Um, oh, oh, I thought they played. I thought Houston played uh, Cleveland. They played New York, who also has a really good defense. Um, All right. All right. Well, Adam, this was uh, this was a great chat. Um, let's uh, let's try to do this again next week. Sure. Hope. Everyone out there enjoys week 14, especially that Patriots and Steelers game. And uh, we'll see you next week.